Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. Where to what? Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. November 19th, 2021. Game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio 96. Oh, on FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Friday morning. Hope everybody's having a great start to their day. Justin, how are you? I am good. I got a little bit of sleep last night. I'm rejuvenated. It's Friday. <clears throat> Pumped up. Feeling good. How are you? Missed the mute button on that cough there. I'm all right. Ready for the weekend, for sure. Get a little more rest, a little less work. That will be that will be nice. I've got a cough again. Feeling any better or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I am. It's just the cough's not, not. And that was kind of part of that. The cough is, uh, is, is not going away. It's annoying. It's a hassle. But feel fine. Uh, feel good. So... Hope everybody's having a great start to their weekend. Remember, on your way into the office this morning, pop by a Thornton's, get some delicious donuts, coffee, whatever you need. Thornton's has it all. I have been lately popping in Thornton's just to get my Gatorade or Powerade fix. I'm a Powerade guy. Sometimes sometimes gas stations, not just Thornton's, sometimes gas stations don't always have the best Powerade selection. It's if, that's true. The, if that's the case, I default to Gatorade Fruit Punch. Hate giving money to the University of Florida athletic program. Powerade in general, better than Gatorade, uh, at least. But there are some not good Powerade flavors as well. But Thornton's has they have it all. They they have it all. But I've been popping in a little midday treat. Get myself a Gatorade or Powerade, uh, sunflower seeds. That Justin back when I would do the afternoon shows at Big X Sports Radio. You can ask Trevor. I'd almost come in every day with a big old Powerade and a bunch of barbecue sunflower seeds. Thornton, they've got all the treats. That would explain where the sunflower seeds came from then. I was always wondering, when I first started here at Big X on the morning show, and there was always sunflower seeds. And I was I never understood it why they were in there, but now I know. So thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, and let's not act like it was like a mess of sunflower seeds. Oh, we were no. just talking about the leftover bag yeah. it, it, that I would leave there because the next show I knew I'd like to, to chew on a few more during the commercial break. Nick Roush, how are you, buddy? How was your Thursday? Happy Friday. Great. It was a great Thursday. Going to have a great Friday. It's going to be a great weekend. Just got, got a feeling in the air. I don't think it's a nip either. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, I... um. Really just woke up with the uh, kind of like the the face of the dudes on Home Alone whenever I think he gets burnt and he's like, ah, and, and there's like the flame over his head. That's how I felt when I woke up. It was just pew, 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 pew. So I'm ready to roll. It's it's uh, up and at him. Let's get to it. Makes no sense. I woke up with my hair on fire, essentially, and I don't even have hair. But uh, the, the the text, hey, you can't go that way, go this way, and I had already had a uh, eventful Thursday night, so it was just, uh, whoo, man. 
all over the place this morning. But we're ready to roll. We're ready to rock. Let's do it to it, Lars. We really are ready to roll, ready to rock. Kentucky takes on Ohio. And I had said earlier, I said after the Mount St. Mary's game that you, uh, this game, this is on the on the tiers. No, Ohio's not a great team. Kentucky absolutely should win. But in terms of the non-conference kind of cupcakes, this is it's probably the toughest you've got on the schedule. John Calipari mentioned it yesterday. I just wanted to get ahead of him and say I said it earlier in the week this would be a tough game. Good. Yesterday he Good said job. it'd be a tough game. And wants fans to show up. Said the majority of fans not showing up, probably COVID-related, but said UK did sell a bunch of new season tickets. Who knows if that's true? The, but, they, they, I think they put some mini packs out for sale. I got that notification last night, shortly after we had all of our attendance talk. I I, I clicked on the link on UK did announce mini packs, which is something they don't normally do for basketball. Could be wrong about that, but I don't recall it in the past. I think they do for these kind of like the pre-conference games. So uh, it's happened at least once or twice before. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't remember it even for them, but maybe yeah, maybe they've thrown a few in together or whatnot. But this one includes SEC games as well. But yeah, I'm sure they probably have done it at some point in the past. And I can, can we not just like say, hey, I guess Calipari can't say it. I can't come out and be like, well, we've played kind of crappy teams and the crowd's been OK. It's been all right. And I think when we play better teams, the crowd will be better. I, I just and, I don't understand the the need for useless kind of like division and finger pointing. Well, the the part two that I don't understand either. There's an entire population of people that are just ignoring, and it's also just not as fun. Because uh, I, I I was with some folks last night. They got Louisville basketball season tickets, and it's. 350 bucks, you can go, you drink beer, you hang out, you have a good time. The the drinking beer thing, I think it actually might even be worse for basketball. Because I, I just the notion of having some sort of social Friday night event and you can't just buy beer while you're hanging out the game. It's only a two-hour event. The games are very short. You just You're probably drinking two, three if you're, you know, I, I don't know. If you're, if, you're really, if you're really getting after it. You're JK47. Yeah, yeah, uh, on a big night in Bloomington. But I, I just don't – not having that available surely doesn't help for these games because what what else am I going to be doing? If uh, Ohio might be a little bit of an exception. I could get myself excited for some action. But for the most part, you're on a Tuesday or Friday night in November. 100% correct. Yeah, it's a great take, <laughs> Roush. Tip of the cap. Glad that you woke up like the Sticky Bandits because – uh, that you're, you're spot on. Football, they it, it's just uh, I, I'm so sick of having these stupid conversations. But uh, football, they should be able to drink at Kroger Field, obviously at Rupp Arena. If it's a concert, you're allowed to drink. But oh no, UK basketball, hide the kegs, <laughs> store, storm in the in the closets, don't let anybody see them. But people are showing up for football. There's only anywhere from on any given season six to eight home games. Eight, you know, when it's extra juicy like this year but anywhere from six to eight home games and at least four of them are always going to be sec games. Sometimes you'll get the little every two years. One of those home games will be a Louisville game that just leaves two crappy home games as is people are going to show up. 
you're only talking about seven Saturdays, six Saturdays of an entire year. People want to show up and want and see football, and people especially want to show up and see SEC football. They want to see the players on Saturday that are going to be superstars on Sunday just down the road. That's what you get in SEC football. And that's why Kentucky fans, even in down years, have shown up and supported some bad teams because it's fun to just kind of watch the talent in the SEC. Not always great attendance, but even there has been good attendance years, even on teams that didn't end up making bowl games, but neither here nor there. You're spot on about your take because people are just going to show up for football because it's football and there's only so many games a year. Basketball, eh, Tuesday night, had a long day at the office, kind of just want to have a nice adult beverage and kick back and you know what? Come to think of it, if I don't go to the game, I don't even have to fuss with traffic. I can't have my adult beverage. And yeah, I'm just going to stay home. I'm just going to stay home. I'll, I'll watch this crappy game on TV. You're spot on. That's what a lot of my friends do with U of L games is they don't care yeah. who they're playing. It could be the worst team in America. But hey, let's go down to the Yum Center. We can grab a little bite to eat downtown beforehand. We'll go into the game, have a beer, stay for a half, and we'll get out of there. Yeah. Louisville has, has a bigger attendance problem than Kentucky does right now. So I'm sure mm-hmm. the detractors, Roush, would point and say, well, they serve beer and people are, are still aren't showing up. Again, this is nothing new, people not going to crappy basketball games. This is nothing new at UK. It's nothing new at UofL. But each and every year, and we'll do this again next year, you, yep, you, yep. you bet your sweet butt Set we your will. watch to it. Yeah, yep. we'll do this again next year. Is this the is the home schedule so bad? That's why fans aren't aren't showing up. And then you'll get the same people complaining. And then if Cal, if he does decide, you know what, we're gonna beef up this home schedule. If he ever does do that, and Kentucky picks up a few early season losses, Roush, those same people will just be going absolutely bonkers. So there are a few Kentucky fans that believe this world is a Burger King where it just has to be their way. And if it's not their way, then they get to just yell into the void. And no, no, we're not yelling into the void, folks. You can't do that. No, but they think if they so they they not they want tough schedules. They want each and every night to be exciting, something to get pumped up about, and then they want Kentucky to win all those games too. And chicken fries, okay? Which that's the only good thing you can get there anyway. That's one thing about you know Burger King is that like I'm always down to try a spicy nugget. And their commercials seem to indicate their spicy nuggets are bigger hot. Have you tried them? I've not. But like you, you there's can't. no way they can be that spicy for what a dollar. I just that, don't. That, that's the thing with Burger King, and it's, I there's get a it. diminishing value. There here. is. It's just like <laughs> I, I want to try it, but you're also the place that will give you 50 chicken nuggets for two dollars and twenty five cents. <laughs> like I can't trust. <laughs> I, like like uh, my penny should be worth more, or should be worth less than a chicken nugget. From like, time to time, we I'm all putting in my body. From time to time, we will all gladly just spend a little bit more money to kind of feel like we're doing something fancy or we're having a big night out. Like we'll go, Roush. I'm sure there's a few fancy places you can think of, Justin. I know you can think of a few as well, where it's like you know you're going to get a good meal and you're going to enjoy it. But I could go somewhere much cheaper and also get a, a great meal and just drink beers out the wazoo. But sometimes it's nice just to class it up a little bit. Sometimes you feel a little sophisticated. That's kind of what um, that, that's that's what I would like Burger King to do. Just class it up to join a little bit. Class it up you know? just a, like, you know, raise those prices to 50. I don't know anything about classing it up, boys. Yeah, right. You told us about how you'd go eat all you can eat shrimp at a pretty nice place down on the river. That's true. Yeah, I for, uh, that was one time though. 
You said you were a regular. Well, actually, I did go twice. Um, so it's actually should be coming back soon because they do it throughout the winter time. So I'll have to look into that. Oh, we'll have to go. <laughs> That's such a bizarre time to have a seafood special. Well, nobody yeah, gotta, wants to go. Nobody yeah, wants to go yeah. sit on the river in the winter time. Sure, that's true. Justin's right. Justin's Justin's right about that. You know, one. you know what is really good in the winter time though is uh, a nice hot chocolate, hot Thai Thai trio from Fazoli's. <laughs> Love that. We have a. Not only do we have the nil deal, we have the nil deal with the. It's it's a combo meal. Yeah, I'd like the Tato Tata Trio, please. And then you just get, what is it, fettuccine Alfredo with breadsticks and a drink. Love it. Love me some nil deals. Love it. Tata just, he looks, he always looks so young and innocent and like his nil deals and probably just a sign that I'm I'm getting old. But yeah, yeah you're, it, you're old. <laughs> yeah, he just like, you know, don't he just like, it's like, hey, I'm, I'm Tata Washington. I'm at UK. I mean, it didn't help that the the model pose they had him in for his ad really screamed middle school yearbook picture with like his hand on his. Maybe that was it. Maybe that. I think that's what it was. And he had on. It wasn't a Letterman's jacket, but it was kind of close. You know, I I think it was that that was a big part of it. Yeah. Congrats to him. It allowed me a chance to show my love and appreciation. We're just giving all these places just shout outs today. Uh, my love and appreciation for Fazoli's. I, I, I said basically Italian is 98% the same. There's two tiers of Italian. There is amazing and good. Fazoli's really at the top of that good tier. Yeah, yeah. Right there with you. Right there with you. I mean, Especially, they just have like you can just go there and get spaghetti, spaghetti and meat sauce, spaghetti and meatballs. You can get chicken in your spaghetti if you want, and then you get like ninety six breadsticks. What what more could you ask for? I mean, according to you, you eat them all. I do. It's one of those things too. They've mastered the art of, hey, if you have really good bread, butter with garlic on it, people will love you. And I love fazolis. Great stuff. Yeah, well, congrats to to Ty Ty Washington on his nil deal. Big big news for him. Roush, here I am trying to give my followers <laughs> some gambling oh, advice. Wow, wow. I've been I've been doing all right as of late after a really 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 bad cold streak. I turned it around, baby. I've been betting. I, I've been hitting these, uh, just kind of on these whims, college basketball bets here and there. But there was one that a buddy brought up to me yesterday. Shout out to Hunter. And I, the more I kind of started looking into it, I was like, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I love this bet. Texted you all it because I felt good about it. I said, you know what? I, I feel really good about this one. I'm going to put it on Twitter. Don't do, don't do the Twitter bets all that often. <laughs> Have about a 500 record on Twitter bets, which is oh, which is pretty which is pretty which is average. I mean, that's pretty spot on for me as a better better than your home field picks. Uh, hey, not after this week. After this week, I'll be back at 300, buddy. Okay. I already told Roush he's not going to be in first after this week. Oh Whoa. wow! So I I think to myself I'm gonna 
I'm going to I'm going to go for it. I'm going to tweet it out there. And you can never put a bet out there and say, like, I feel kind of good about this bet. No, you got to sell it. You got to sell your excitement level on the bet. And I did feel good about it. And I lost a pretty <laughs> decent amount of money on it. Oh, it was a, and it was a terrible bet. But in the least predictable thing in the world, <laughs> U of L fans took an under bet as a slight because, of course, they did. Because, of course, they did. Led by, <laughs> led by Chris Hatfield, who doesn't follow me, but seems to always retweet my tweets that he finds so interesting. Let's go to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about it. You're listening oh, to Kentucky man. Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And there was multiple U of L Twitter anonymous people that were like, we're living rent-free in your head. <laughs> You're tweeting me. I don't even know who you are. Let's go back. To a commercial, and then we'll get back to this topic. This is KRC. I'm Big X. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. That's kind of fun. I don't know what that is, but I like that. It's uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's walk-up music. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I guess I've heard Trevor mention that before. I think, actually, maybe we've had this conversation. You're you're on the uh, wrestling train, Roush, fully and, and full steam ahead? I mean, as full steam ahead as I can be on the wrestling train. Because Trevor was bragging about getting you on the wrestling train. I mean, if that means watching, like, once a month, sure. I'm on the train. Toot-toot! Hey, don't I, I'm if you're on the train, you're on the train, buddy. Don't don't ask me. Uh Trevor's a hundred percent convinced U of L is gonna beat UK in football. Oh, so I was very happy. That was one thing that was nice about last night. I had some very confident Louisville fans. Yeah. Many of which who I, had were, were were actively cheering against you. They were making a lot of jokes at your expense. Uh, a lot of like Oh man, I wonder if Louisville can cover it by themselves, and and they did cover that by themselves. They went over by themselves, uh, and then they proceeded to tell me that only actually I, an informal survey of confidence level. Only one person gave Louisville as good of a 50-50 shot to beat Kentucky. So not all of them were blinded by the beating up Syracuse and Duke uh, as much as others. It isn't created equally. But they do have confidence, and I love it. it it's going to make drinking their tears that much more thirst-quenching. It's just 2019 all over again. Yeah. It is. Oh, it, man. It, 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 it's the exact same thing. It is. Was Mikhail still I, I, their it, counter, quarterback then, too? Yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Of course, of course he was. I He's been there for 36 years. I... I have no issue with U of L fans being confident and they are playing better and debatably their best football. Although to have, I don't know what Duke finished with, but the last I saw was they, I think they had 400 yards of total offense to let Duke, that Duke team, they were horrible. And that's, 
I'm, I'm taking a little something away from Uval's defense, nothing away from their offense. They, they were clicking, and Malik still missed like four deep balls, uh, and they still put up, you know, 60 points by themselves. I knew Louisville was going to dominate. My score prediction was 44 to, to 14. I knew that Duke was terrible and that UofL was going to dominate. One, I did not obviously not think UofL was going to put up 60 points by themselves. <laughs> and two, I didn't think Duke's offense was going to be able to move the ball as well as they were which was crazy because they stunk. They were They're horrible. So there was a few that one, their first interception, he, he tried to throw an interception on every throw that drive. <laughs> and that was coming off a block punt. And they did absolutely oh. nothing with it. Cause he eventually succeeded in throwing an interception. Uh, but this is 2019 all over again. And what we said to our Reddit friends in 2019 is we said, Hey buddy, I'm glad that you're happy with the season that you've had. Come here, you little rascal. And that's where we'd give them a noogie. I mean, and, the and amount we, of open on, receivers on, they had last night, my yeah. God. Well, you know, anything like the Tennessee game, uh, that could be us too. But in all seriousness, what we said to them in 2019 was, what do, you, what do you think is so drastically changed here, little guy? What do you think from this <laughs> 9,000-point beatdown the year before – what do you think has changed? Well, we're motivated by golly, and we play hard, and we play for Scott, and we play for his tots, and no way our coach is ever going to get mad about L's down, right? And we said, all right, well, I'm glad that you feel better, but you're going to learn kind of what big boy football is in the trenches, and I don't think it's going to go too well for you. And then literally Lynn Bowden was lining up under center, and he was saying, I'm going to run this way, U of L. Hey, going to run this way. This is where I'm going. Did it every single time, finished for 16,000 yards against U of L in a blowout win. So, again, I ask the U of L folks we didn't have a game last year, saved you from a loss. The pandemic saved you another loss to Kentucky. Congrats. What has changed? What has changed? Kentucky's got a better offense. That's changed. But anything else? Um, uh, there was. Like Malik Cunningham's really good at breaking tackles where they try to tackle you by grabbing a shin. So he's good at that. They've got that going for him. He's having a hell of a year. Uh, really good runner. Lamar, if not for Lamar, people, UofL fans look at Malik as like probably their most electric quarterback they've yeah. ever had. That touchdown he had was pretty nuts last night. Now, it was the run. worst tackling. And as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, man, love this. Put this on tape. Like, just like Kentucky watch this on film. Have Brad White and Mark Stoops just look at, point to this and say, oh, you're going to let him do that to you? No, you got to tackle. You got to wrap him up. Love it. Absolutely love it. He'll find some lanes against Kentucky. He's a good player. He can, he, he, he is off on his deep throws, which means he'll be 100% on the money against Kentucky on his Correct. deep throws. Yep. But he can make those if Kentucky's cornerbacks and safeties are in a position to get beat, he can make them pay. So they'll have to be prepared for that. I, I just, I don't, it's not going to be as easy in the backfield for him as it's been the last two weeks. And for really most of this season, uh, he's going to have, he's going to have some folks in his backfield and it's not your ACC folks in your backfield. It's your Josh Pascals and it's big boys. So it'll be a different story from what you have Alice seen the last couple of weeks. It will not be a different story from what has happened the last few seasons. But I'm right there wish, with you, Roush, about uh, 
get get pumped up, Cards fans. Yes. Maybe maybe get twenty five thousand of your own fans to the stadium for the game. How whoa, cool whoa, is that going to be? That, that that's asking way too much. Twenty five thousand. You all can do it. I believe in you. You've broken thirty thousand a few times this year. You can do it once more. Ooh, you can do the we believe. That would be great. It would, really it would be. Yeah, yeah, that that'd be fine too. Don't don't care so much about that. But last night, just the the evidence of uh, they they are weird. They they weirdly have something something against me. And <laughs> when honestly, you put, I th- when I you think put I, that I, out there, I knew I I knew what you were inviting to uh, because Louisville fans really love to hate you. Love to hate oh, you. I, I, and, and I'll do it and again. Just, and being, and it, the thing is too, is it really would have been a different story if you were like Duke bus twenty, take it to the bank. But you were just giving out a total. That's what makes it really funny. And in a follow up tweet, I said I think U of L covers. I'm pretty sure they do. Duke's terrible. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's it, it's wild. Uh, but all it did was put a little fire in my belly. Yeah, get you ready to kick their ass next week. Woohoo! I would just recommend that. Well, it's gonna. It's just need Kentucky to win. It's gonna be a good time. Yeah, yeah, gonna be a great time. Uh, the the New England Patriots they took care of business. Not the most exciting night for football games. I bet uh, the Falcons in that one just didn't put it on Twitter though. But that one was a much worse bet. Much more embarrassing, uh, if that were the case. Um, but got, yeah, I mean, gosh, that that I only saw like bits and pieces of that game, but looked like the Falcons could not do a damn thing. Yeah, Every time I was, was tuned in, the, what was what was very entertaining is they put Josh Rosen in at the very end, and my buddy uh, made a five dollar bet that he'll throw an interception. And mind you, there's three minutes left in the football game. First play, pick six. <laughs> Man, and then to add to it, Felipe Franks made an appearance. Uh, one of Florida's finest and also a whoop pig suey down in Arkansas. He entered in the game for Rosen right after the pick six. And what does he do on his first play? Interception. <laughs> man. Oh, man. It was uh, high comedy on the gridiron Thursday night. Text into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. Roush, we've talked a lot of food places. Really no surprise to anybody that's listened to KRC for an extended period of time. The best food place has yet to be mentioned, and that's Salsaritas in Louisville. (laughs) Without a doubt. Salsaritas, it's deliciously different, as we like to say, because a lot of these fast, fresh Mexican places, first off, they aren't. As fast, they aren't as fresh, they aren't as tasty, and they don't have as many options. You can go there, you can get a quesarito uh, that you can order your nachos with the chips on the side, and they won't look at you like you've never ordered nachos before in your life. Quesadillas, their quesadillas are thick, thick with two C's. This isn't just your normal run-of-the-mill quesadilla. They've got the best of the best. If you've not tried it yet, try it today. Start your weekend on the right foot at Salsaritas. they got two locations, one in Middletown on Shelby Road, and also one on Hubbard's Lane in St. Matthew's. Salsaritas, it's the best of the best, deliciously different. Would you say the quesadillas are thicker than a bowl of oatmeal? I would say they're thicker than a snicker. (laughs) Oh, boy. Got a cough again. Go ahead and talk.
Okay, I'm going to keep on talking. And sometimes, I'm going. Sometimes laughing tickles my throat. And so, you know, stop being so funny, you rascal. Ah, I see what. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's being so funny. Uh, we've got to talk. We've So you mentioned the Ohio game off the top. Um, that's tonight. We've got senior day tomorrow. Did you know what else we have going on tomorrow, TJ, at 9 a.m.? 9 a.m. I don't. Reed Shepard is announcing his commitment too. Oh gosh, it's at nine, at 9 a.m. I thought it was at one p.m. I think it's before the football game, from wow. my understanding. Nine a.m. I mean, I'll I'll be up. I'll be up, Reed. I'm an early bird. Uh, I would just like to send a message to whoever the producer of the orthodontics commercials and advertising is. I just I love you. I love your brain. It's just. Let's roll up all of the dad jokes into one ball and send them out because between the Reed jokes and now yesterday we had Dante Allen doing a superhero impression. I just I, I can't get enough of their content, and I'm very it, it it makes the nil era so much better when you have orthodontist creating just the silliest videos with their 18 year old kids. Love it so much. I thought I was going to enjoy the new era of college basketball, this nil era, just because it was going to be an advantage for Kentucky. And that Mm -hmm. was the sole reason I was going to enjoy it. Besides that, my life wouldn't be impacted at all. And it's really not impacted at all. Anyways, I agree with you though. I'm enjoying it more than I ever thought that I would. And it's for all these different weird reasons, because it's like, when is KRC going to get somebody? If 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 there wasn't paperwork involved and I could just Venmo somebody, I'd get somebody signed up as ASAP. <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time. You're like, uh, who would have thought that you'd have Ty Ty Washington getting his own meal at Fazoli's? The Ty Ty Trio Trio. Like that's awesome. It's great. Two breadsticks. It's not enough. But if you oh eat yeah, it, you need if you eat it in the store, you get free breadsticks around the clock so you can tell them to take keep their two you'll take 20. i wonder if they'll do a uh undercover boss like deal where ty ty is just the breadstick guy every once in a while they, they should because ty ty being the breadstick guy would really make my day i need a signed breadstick by ty ty washington because <laughs> you know with all the butter on that bad boy they get they get really hard like you can hurt somebody with how with a stale breadstick yeah, I, man, I get so sad when I see a stale breadstick, you know? It's just, oh, man, you were so good once upon a time, and now you're this? No. It's very disappointing. It is. It is. And some of my darker days in college, I, I was no stranger to eating some of those uh, breadsticks. You know, but you've moved on. You're better now. Um, and I'm sure you're excited because the Reed Shepherd madness is coming to a crescendo Saturday morning, featuring a nil deal. Love it. Can't get enough of it. I don't think that the fanfare is what I anticipated. And that's probably the way that Reed likes it. You know, uh, there's the promotion aspect in the profiting of your name, image, and likeness, but also without the complete hysteria attached to it as well. That kind of happened... A year ago in this, when people seemingly took out all of their disappointment in the Kentucky basketball team and just latched it on to Reed there for a little while. Uh, glad that that's not the case and that going into this announcement, they're 
it's seemingly like kind of like a normal announcement just with a legacy recruit who also has a nil deal on the way. I want to get your opinion on that. Uh, we'll start here with Justin. Him, uh, do you think him announcing so early to Kentucky and everybody, it, what, what are the percentages that's a surprise, just first and foremost? Like 1%, 2%? Seems like everybody knows it's going to be UK. Mm. Justin, are you going to be surprised at all when he picks UK? I would. No. Yeah. I, 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 would, I, would, I would be surprised if he went anywhere else, though. So I would I'd put that number at like five percent. Yeah, that's I, I was gonna say like ninety percent going to UK kind of deal. We have this new thing, TJ, where I get to make recruiting predictions, and I've got to put my percentage of confidence in. Um, so I'm 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 now talking in percentage lingo now. So ninety percent for Reed. I think I put seventy or eighty percent for Keontae. I don't know. I don't remember, but I'm confident, baby. I mean, it, it, it looks even like better than 90% because literally nobody's even saying anywhere else. So let's just assume it's going to be Kentucky, mm-hmm. and that's going to be great. Do you think, from an attention standpoint, he gets more attention by committing to Kentucky as soon as possible? And now he is the legacy Kentucky commit, averaging, you know, 40 points per game or whatever numbers he'll put up. They'll be absolutely stupid. Or do you think he could have gotten more attention by – making this kind of dramatic as we know recruits do from time to time. So in my opinion, he, I don't know. It's, it's so tough to say he, he maybe could have gotten a little more if he waited and built up the drama of the whole thing. But the fact that he's from Kentucky, the fact that it's so early, there's going to be so many companies that have an opportunity to work with this kid. To, I mean, he, yeah, I, I think he's probably doing it the right way. You want to commit early, build those relationships with not only Kentucky, but the the potential sponsors as well. He could have given it the Abraham Lincoln treatment and really milked the thing until, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, like six weeks before it was time to go. Should have waited until he got a basketball court out of, named after him out of the deal. Yeah, exactly. But I do think, generally speaking, that they're not a very nonsensey family. So... I, I think this was just a case of, like, listen, we kind of know, like, we know where we want to go. Let's just go ahead and get it over with kind of deal. Why, why are we wasting our time anymore when nothing else is going to jump out and prove to you that it's a better option than Kentucky? Because there's not. Uh, objectively speaking, Kentucky is the best option for Reed Shepard. He's going to pick it and profit from the situation at hand it's gonna be great yeah it's a dumb hypothetical anyways and it and it doesn't matter if he wanted to be disingenuous he probably could have stirred up more attention but that would involve taking visits to all these other places making true maybe half true comments about other places in regards to kentucky if he really wants to be at uk and he knows that's where he wants to be get it over with and now he will still get a ton of attention his games are going to be packed all season. Doesn't matter where or who he's playing against, and that will go until he he, he makes it to UK. And I guess yeah, as soon as he can start profiting off nil, he's going to be he's going to be rolling in it. So, so good good tomorrow. for him, good for UK staff, <laughs> and suck it to all the dorks that got super worked up about this and wrote super long columns about it. The only thing about it though is he has to wait till he's out of high school to do nil deals, right? Uh, does he? 
we don't really know. Okay. Like, yeah. we, that's what everybody says, Justin. Yeah. But like, we haven't. We don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, hell. As long as you all don't know, I don't feel bad that I don't know. So. Yeah, because kind of seems like a gray area. It, and also, when you see a high school kid doing sponsored ads, you just assume that he's probably making money from it because that's what he's been doing going into this announcement, Justin. So I would assume he's already made money or signed a deal of sorts. Man, not having to pay for your kid's college would be so cool. Oh, man. <laughs> I've already got, like, Lucy dribbling her passies just, like, in between her hands, you know? Oh, it's like nice. one of those little wubbies. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, we've we've got it. She'll she will be going to college for free, or she won't be going at all. <laughs> text into the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. I'm I'm really excited for this basketball game tonight. I still think Kentucky should cruise, but I think Ohio is going to throw a punch or two. I I don't think this is going to be a second or third round knockout. I could see even in the second half, I, Kentucky should. You better be up, but I, I, you know, I could see it being like, "Hey, you can't take your foot off the gas completely, or else they're within striking distance." So, I think it's going to be a good challenge, Roush, and I think that's a good thing for for this team trying to kind of figure out what works together. It will be a good challenge, um, but Jason Preston isn't walking through that door. Uh, I, it really is the like a, a, a great version of this because you can just say, Hey, look, here's an NCAA tournament team. It's, it's kind of like we talk about the worst bowl opponents versus the best. This is the ideal bad team where you can just throw on a couple clips of them in the NCAA tournament last year. And that should get Kentucky's attention. You weren't here. They were right. (laughs) If that doesn't get you fired up to play a basketball game, Nothing will. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to to seeing how Kentucky responds tonight and uh, to see if they come out and, and just kind of blitz them from the get-go. Cats are 12-point favorites in the desert against the Bobcats. Does that feel feel like uh, Kentucky can get that? They're they going to win 16, 20 points? Something like that? say that number one more time? 12 points. Yeah, I, I love Kentucky to cover that. And, and honestly – Kind of makes me a little bit more nervous about this game because of how much <laughs> I like them to cover that. I uh, may have to may, may have to put out a tweet. I, gosh, if I put out a Kentucky oh, a Kentucky covers twelve like lock it up tweet, and then they don't cover or somehow lose, oh, that'd be rough. That'd be rough. But I think Kentucky should take care of business again. Ohio is a good team. It's going to be a huge game for them. So Kentucky is going to need to try to match their energy. You know all that coach speak hoopla stuff that that folks aren't overly interested in but Roush I always say that winning is contagious and aren't you I think the Duke they, they've completely and totally shaken off the Duke game they left Madison Square Garden with their head held high I don't think it was it wasn't a discouraging loss people were much more concerned after the 2018 beat down and rightfully so but it, it uh, I, I think in the last two games you're starting to see a lot more smiles Mm-hmm. I think that Oscar and Severe are just like, oh my gosh, this is why I came to Kentucky. I'm, I'm star. We're stars. We like this is the stuff we didn't get at our old places. We didn't feel like we were appreciated enough, 
and we weren't on great teams. Obviously, the situation with Oscar at West Virginia. I think it simply boils down to he always wanted to be at UK, and he kind of felt homesick not being at UK, and that led to the transfer. But I think everybody – like, you know, if this was – if this was a Disney movie, Roush, the montage is this is like a this is the we're in the early stages of the happy montage. Man, uh, I w- so how many rebounds are in this montage, right? So you figure in any given montage, there's probably fifteen different shots. Are Oscar rebounds taking up four of them, five? A third yeah. of the montage shots? A, yes. A, a good chunk, just him being a machine. And then we get, oh, uh, man, the uh, that's a great phrase, by the way, where he's like, I am not the machine. <laughs> well, you know the story on it. Right, right. Uh, he's I'll, not a machine. He's well, Oscar. Well, all right, what's the story? Yeah. You tell the story. You seems seem like much you're more missing, confident in storytelling. Seems like you're you're missing one key part of the story. No, you've got the story. Yeah, I do have the story. I just, I'm not so sure you do, and I think you misled us. No, no, no. I did not mislead you. I just no wanted you to let you tell us, the story, you know, just like I wanted us. you to share the bet. You misled us, Aaron Rodgers, and we won't stand for it. <laughs> no, he, he's playing in a turn. You know, he, it's been on the TV, and it's been all throughout UK media, so I'm sure most folks know this. But if you do not, the machine comment came from coach k hey i'm coach k paulo didn't do anything um he watched oscar play out at a tournament in vegas oscar played really well after the game coach k came and talked with them and the first thing he said is you're a machine and oscar said he didn't understand english as well back then couldn't speak it as well whatever it was and he responded and said i'm not a machine i'm oscar and uh cute fun story but no, he is uh, quite literally a machine, though. Quite literally a machine. The mean machine, some might even say. Mean machine. Mean machine. Not overly concerned about it, but that line makes me think that uh, the Vegas knows kind of what's up. But still, if and even if Oscar were to get in foul trouble this game, I, I just still think in the back of my mind, like, obviously he's shown that he can stay out of foul trouble, but... I still think it's gonna it's gonna happen from time to time. It uh, will but, not not as consistently as Olivier Saar, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, it will happen. I, I agree with you. That's a good that's a good way to phrase it. And even without Lance Ware and Toppin, I think Kentucky should be all right tonight. I'm not overly concerned. Maybe those are famous last words, yeah. but I do want <laughs> I do need Toppin back in the fold. Ware, we know what we're getting from Ware. That's fine. He's a reserve, and that's a good thing. It's a solid reserve to have. Toppin, I think, plays an important role on this team, so you need to kind of get him to start meshing. It is still November, but schedule toughens up in December. It'd be nice to have him. John Calipari said they're day-to-day. If they didn't practice yesterday, then they wouldn't play today. Of course, do we hear if they practice? No, we don't. So we'll find out, but it it seems like probably not, but who knows? (laughs) Who knows? You never know. You never know. We'll know – Maybe as soon as we get to game time. Maybe. Big maybe. Well, we'll see if they're, you know, warming up. If they're warming up, then it's still just a maybe. But at least you know if Lance Ware's eating ice cream on the bench, it's he's probably not going to play. Even then, you never know. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, hour one, it's over, and you can't get it back. Hour two, coming See up ya. next, we'll get to the Thornton's text line. We have to make our home field apparel picks of the week. And you and do they, too, listeners. Yeah, we'll get somebody on the uh we'll get somebody on the phone as well. So we'll do all that. Gonna be a fun second hour here on Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Hill. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Starting at 7 o'clock tonight, let me do the math here, two UK sporting events within 17 hours. Wow. And a commitment great. from a big-time recruit. Great job doing that math, buddy. Great job. Are you you covering the game tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be in there like somewhere. I don't know if you got the day off or something. No, 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 no. Not at all. Look at now, we will be... Hitting the pavement hard for Senior Day. I love Senior Day. Love Senior Day. Especially love Senior Day. It gets really bad teams. Makes it all the more fun. Somehow, I, I don't know why, but Mike Edwards getting a pick six. I don't even know if it was a pick six or if it was just an interception on like the second play of the game against Middle Tennessee State. That that Senior Day is seared into my brain more than others. And hopefully we get some more big-time plays on Senior Day Saturday. I have actually have a running tally of the plays I want to see on senior day for the seniors. Do you, do you want to hear some of them, TJ? No, I don't. Hey, Justin, let me ask you. Yeah, of course I do, Roush. You don't have to ask me that. I always want to hear what you've got to say. Go ahead, buddy. No. Got, got you good, didn't I? No, no, just no. <laughs> you, you son of a. <laughs> Let's hear him. No, this is Okay, good. so first things first. Really need a Darian Kennard throwback. We need a thick six. We need a, a big guy touchdown. He's he's put in the work. He's an out on trophy semifinalist. He's going to the senior bowl. He's going to be an All-American. Let's go ahead and get him in the end zone, run a little throwback for him. That's that's first and foremost. Yeah, Two, okay. I'm, I'm all for that. Just can't have him getting hurt. We need him to uh, have a – Pancake special against U of L's little six foot one defensive ends, which will definitely happen. But I'm just saying, you know, it, it can be yeah, pretty fun I, I'm, to roll oh, him yeah. out, throw it back, and instead of the screen to Cavassier smoke, you have Canard step back. So that would be a lot of fun. My other one that I really want to happen. Do you remember the Mississippi State game last year, TJ? There was like 17 turnovers by Kentucky. Remember that? That was fun. Yes. Josh Pascal got things going, but he got tackled at the two-yard line. I, I want to see him get in the end zone, all right? He's got to put that Mississippi State one to bed. He's been – many people have been pointing and laughing and teasing him ever since. 
Josh, time to get your 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 payback. Get in the end zone. Let's make that happen. Okay. And then that seems more I, realistic than the Canard one. But it's more realistic. I, I, Josh Ali bomb would be nice. Would like that. He's 200 yards away from being top 10 all time receiving list. Uh, but one too that I, I really want to see: Justin Rigg reverse touchdown. Like not a screen, not a throw. But I want the like reverse on the three yard line because watching Justin Rigg run in open space is just mwah, beautiful entertainment. Okay, I can get. I, I'm on board with all of this. Yes, I mean, we got to we got to have a little fun, you know. It's senior day, and if if things are going to eventually end up devolving into a glorified practice, you might as well practice some fun plays and make Louisville watch them on tape. What? Uh, I bet you're pumped. It's a noon game, huh? Oh, love the noon game. Love it. Get Rouse up, get out of Saturday night. Watch out, South Louisville. S A T U R. Yeah, get to see Duke before bet, and he had a big day yesterday, uh, little Duke. He could not get Duke to win in the football game, but he got his first haircut, got his first haircut, and we went and saw uh, the orchestra at the library. So if you all have kids out there and you want a fun little activity, they have somebody playing the cello and a violin. They've created like original scores to like children's books and they're going to all the different libraries around town playing. They have activities. It was, it was great, great stuff. So big, big day for a little Dukester. It's going to be a big day for dadster tomorrow, but we're just going to see the little guy. Maybe read some stories before bed. Oh, that sounds cute. Sounds great. Uh, one favor, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. let me be the one to break it to him that I bet, Duke and U of L under. I don't oh, I, no. let me be the one to tell him. I would hate for him to, you know, find out through the U of L Twitter mob and then him yeah. be out to get me again uh, as well. It's it, probably it, for the best, you know. Uh, yeah. Because that, that's tough news to tell any any kid. Uh, I, know. I think you should be the one. I know. Who has and to it would really it. upset him if he found out. And I best coming from me, I think. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do that. And I appreciate the textures on the Thornton's text line, 502. 414-1450, 502-414-1450. A texter says, I thought Trevor was an interesting specimen, but I got to tell you, the more Scoots talks and tells his stories, the more intriguing he becomes. Strange little fella, but I'm here for all his shenanigans. <laughs> Stra strange little fella is probably the best way to describe it. What, what the hell happened yesterday, fellas? Oh, we got into all kinds of stuff. You missed out. You really missed out. Because the yeah. first several texts on the Thornton's text line are about Justin. Just, I mean, just basically oh. not kind to Justin. Justin had hot takes. TJ, it was it was incredible. He's fallen in love with Mike Woodson. He's fallen in love with Mike Woodson, but yet Indiana can't go 500 in Big Ten basketball play. So that's that's. I awesome. said they. I said that they is, could. That that is a perfect Justin but, take. I love it. I hate that I missed that. I hate that I missed thing, that. The thing it, was, dude, TJ, he was like, I just, I, I think I'm falling for Mike Woodson. He's great, and I was like, so uh, what are we thinking? And we started talking big picture, and we got into the nitty gritty details. Like, oh well, they'll be you know eight and ten in conference play. <laughs> That's that. That's not surprising whatsoever. <laughs> it's only year one. It's only year one. Oh yeah, no. There's no issue with being optimistic and excited about the future. I guess my question would be like, it, how is this coming? It's just because you didn't blow it against St. John's. Um. No. It it honestly came from just watching Mike Woodson the in the three games we've had this year. Just 
his expression on his face never changes. That's what I was telling Nick yesterday. We could have a barrage of seven straight threes and lead by 21, like after the game was just tied, and he's going to have the same look on his face. I, I just love him. Hey, nothing wrong with that, buddy. Nothing. And he wears suits, too. And he wears nothing. suits. Yeah. Hey, are the uh, the Hoosiers going to take care of home field this weekend? Uh, absolutely not. Wait, wait. Home field, like, is in home field apparel, the best uh, college athletic equipment out there, or home field is in whatever you call your stadium? What, what, what is Indiana Stadium? Memorial Stadium? Yep. I yeah, they've it. got Assembly Hall and Memorial Stadium. Really Real original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not like hey. not not like the very uh, authentic, classy Kroger Field. Did you see what's happening at New Mexico State Stadium, Aggie Memorial Stadium, TJ? If you mention a tree growing in the stadium, I'm just going to lose it. So make something else up if that was what you had going. They're not having fans at their stadium because nobody likes to watch them play football. They're bad. They're very Uh-oh. bad. Kentucky's going to beat the snot out of them. And I, I almost forgot about this, TJ. A texter on the Thornton's text line reminded me. 502-414-1450. Barry and Brown's supposed to be announcing tomorrow, too. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Barry and Brown and Reed Shepard on the same day. What? Say what? That'd be, Crazy. That'd, be, that'd be in Cats Take Care of Business tonight. Tomorrow, it's going to be a big blue weekend, baby. Woo! Woo-hoo! All right, somebody call in for the Home Field Apparel Picks of the Week and do it immediately. <laughs> 502-384-1450 is the number. Don't call the text line. This is a reminder. Do not. Do not call the text line. Do not. If you need a little heads up on what the home field pick segment is, you call in, you give us three betting college football picks for this weekend, and we have a running tally of who our leader is and whoever finishes, which we'll do this up until January, I believe. Still waiting for official confirmation on that, but I think it's going to go up until January. And whoever our leader is at that point, you're going to get a bunch of stuff from Homefield Apparel, and they have the coolest UK gear. Go to homefieldapparel.com to check it out. You're going to get a, a great deal. We, we, again, we don't know exactly how many shirts or if it's, if it's going to be like a number of shirts, hoodies, or if it's just going to be a gift card. We haven't figured out all the details on it, but it's going to be sweet. I can promise you that. And speaking of sweets, you're going to be at the club level, which is not a suite for Pacers games, but club level, very, very sweet in its own right. And then you're going to get a bunch of money to roosters as well. So you're going to want to be a part of this, this prize package from Home Field Apparel. There's no doubt about that. Wow. Uh, anybody, I think, I think congratulations are in order, TJ. Oh, yeah? Yeah. John Wong's writing a new book. I know exactly what to get you now for Christmas. From the Rafters of Rupp, Legends of Kentucky Basketball. The book. I did buy like 15 books yesterday, weirdly enough. What are you buying books for? Do you read? You well, read. went to the store to get medicine, but then they just <laughs> they just had like a million different books on Louisville or Kentucky, like just oh, like tourist like trap books and coffee I just, table I, yeah, books. Yeah, I, got, yeah. I gobbled them all up. Some really <laughs> interesting ones. And I thought to myself, like with Christmas coming around, that's a perfect thing just to like you know add on to like a bottle of bourbon or something like that. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm in a pinch, I can just go grab one of my Louisville books now. Bada boom, bada bang. I'm going to be awesome. reading. 
I'm going to yeah. know all the useless information about this once great town. <laughs> text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, as we wait for somebody to call in to play the home field apparel picks of the week. You do have to have three picks. You know, we are asking something out of these callers, Roush. It's not just come on there and just guess or something like that. I mean, I guess ultimately it is, but it, we're making you have three guesses. Yeah, but if you tell me all I have to do is have three guesses or three picks and I get that prize pack, I'm probably calling. I just think some people are like, I don't know spreads. I don't know lines. And if that's the case, just call in and say three teams and we can tell you, you know, you can say, hey, I think they will cover that mo- that money points or they won't cover. I will have that stuff pulled up for you. Boom. Justin, we've got some texts into the Thornton's text line for you. One texter says, if Justin thinks he has no time now, wait until he has a kiddo. Also, pro tip, the kid will need to sleep in a crib, not on a mattress <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, yeah we also going to be a single adopted father, yeah. TJ. That's also what you missed. I'm going to just adopt kids. Is that what you're going to do? Well, so somebody texted in. They were like, oh, you have to have sex to, with a girl to have a baby. Yada, yada. So I said, actually, you don't. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to go the adoption route now in spite of the texter. It seemed like that text definitely didn't bother you, though, right? No, uh, not really. <laughs> no. Just found it more comical than anything. You just are wrong. You, just you, not based in facts. You you are correct. Um, I would I would say though that if you if you are short on time now, <laughs> being a part time radio producer and a full time bar bartender hotel concierge, three, yeah. Um, the kid would chew up what little time you'd have left at this point. Yeah, I don't know if I'm down for that. Well, just think about it. Yeah, something to think about. You yeah, should probably think about it. Yeah, just think about it. Uh, what do we What do we have next? We have another texture who says, uh, "I don't know what planet that idiot Justin is from. Send him <laughs> by. The more we learn about him, the weirder he gets." Wow. <laughs> you You were on one. You got the well, I mean, yesterday, Justin. So So without you. A lot more of my weirdness had to come out because I had to talk a lot more. Oh, it had to come um, out. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, they, they got a little insight yesterday. Well, that's good to that's that's good to hear. I'm, I'm I hate that I missed it. Feel free to do. You, you can talk as much as you want, but I know this. I know this. Okay, but like yesterday, without you, I was like li- I had to be in the spotlight almost. Got a little bright. <laughs> <laughs> The bright lights of Kentucky roll call, baby. That's right. <laughs> what y'all's said- Mount Rushmore of survivor players? I'll go with Boston Rob, Rupert, Kentucky Nick, and Sandra, even though I hated her. That's a pretty good foursome yeah, there. I'm good with that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, uh, they did my they did my guy in the seer wrong. Yeah. The, and the thing is, though, is you knew at some point that's how Nasir was going to go. Like, just yeah. completely uh, oblivious to the plans happening around him. What a dumb yeah, guys. But what a dumb, dumb move. Dumb, dumb move. Like, why would you use your extra vote for no reason? That's what I didn't understand either. I was... No, made no sense. You use an extra vote to split? Like, what? Why? It was Like, the only thing I could think of is, like, that was her way, basically, to tell, like, Ricard, like, hey, don't, don't do it. Please don't do it. But, like, even then, it didn't, you know, as long as he just voted the same and you knew exactly who Erica was going to vote for, it was over. 
Yeah, it was I, the did, dumbest I didn't thing understand ever. that. It was very, this very a, dumb. This has been an entertaining season, but not the best gameplay. Sloppy. Sloppy, yeah. sloppy. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Boom. Another texture on the Thorns text on says, <laughs> oh my gosh. The more I hear from Scooter Dingus, the more fascinating slash loathsome he becomes. Coke and Cabernet, quite positive. <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly the thing I've ever heard. Just kidding. The Dingus's weirdness is endearing. Dude, yeah, Cabernet <laughs> and Coke is a, like that. That's that's where we got to on the show yesterday, TJ. This guy drinks Cab and Coke. I did for the first time last weekend, and it was pretty awesome. Went through a whole bottle of wine. What? That's the <laughs> thing. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, somebody ordered that at my bar, so I gave it a whirl. Not bad. Not bad. Instead of just regular cab by itself. Yeah, but I don't want, like, that's the thing, TJ, is I don't want to feel like I'm in church when I'm drinking a wine. And if I'm drinking cab, I feel like I'm in church. So, got to use the Coke to sweeten it up a little bit. Then get white wine. I I normally do. Normally do. But I I was trying something different, getting a little crazy. Oh, my God. That is. (laughs) It's disgusting, isn't it? Try it. No. Try it and then tell me it's disgusting. You can't. I mean, I feel I, I feel like a, a rule of Kentucky roll call here is you do you, you know you got to we got to try stuff. You can't say a movie is bad without having seen it. I'll I will give it a splash. <laughs> do like do three quarters of a glass of Cab, top it off with Coke, mix it up, delicious. <laughs> you fill it to the top of the wine glass? No, you so you use like a pint glass. Not a wine glass. Because Justin doesn't have wine glasses. I have wine glasses, actually. <laughs> Suck it, so you pal. go get your finest solo cup from the cabinet. That's right. <laughs> Make sure it's the red one. Man. Oh, goodness. Roush I how ridiculous that was. <laughs> Roush Whispering Woods riding stables north of Lexington exits 129 and 136 off I-75. Five zero two five seven zero nine six six three, and you can run them. Only catch clothes for the winter. So I can't ride. That, that's pretty far. I think somebody else has horses for me to ride that are just a little bit closer. Oh uh, yeah, see, it, you also yeah. missed that. Nick wants to run on a horse. He doesn't yeah. want to ride a horse. He wants to gallop. On I want to. I want to gallop one. I want to run one. Feel like I'm in the derby. There was a Nathan for you that said, if you're over a certain weight, you would crush a horse. I don't think I'm that much weight though. It was it was I remember thinking to myself sadly like oh no if things really went south I may not be able to ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you may want to look into that as well. Google's but, weight limit to ride a horse. That sounds like it'd be a blast. Have fun, man. I I can't wait to see you do it. That so, sounds like it'd be a good time. I, I basically just need a they can carry 20% of their body weight, so I need a 1,200-pound horse. Okay. Essentially. So, yeah, that's – yeah. I think most horses are about that. Are you worried about falling off? No. Well, you know what happens if you do. Um, no. You got to get right back on, buddy. Hey. Right on. A texter sends in a tweet. That's always fun. Those are fun. Is it a tweet about taking it to the bank? No, it's not. It says Duke has not played a true road game against a power conference that wasn't part of the Big Ten ACC Challenge since December 6, 2008, 
They lost in Michigan. And since then, Coach K has refused to play Power 5 schools on the road. Oh, wow. But, hey, Indiana and Duke need to play for the <laughs> decade. Let's make sure we do go and keep talking about that for another decade. Cal scared to play Michigan. Cal scared to play this team. Oh, there's that's why Cal doesn't play Western. Dumb. That's wild. I had no idea. And part of that's just, you know. Well, pe- people don't uh, mention it either. They don't call him that for it because it's K. That's exactly why I haven't heard that. Thanks for sending that in, text. Yeah, I know like, you all saw this, but want to know your thoughts. I had not seen that. Yeah, and me either. First off, my initial thought is I don't give a rat's fart what Duke does with their scheduling. Doesn't bother me none in the slightest. Secondly, the my my second takeaway is that's hilarious that I didn't know this because I follow basketball pretty closely and all you ever hear about is UK and Calipari scheduling. And of course, Duke hasn't played a true them scheduling road game since two thousand and eight. Wow. Crazy. That is nuts. That that is actually nuts. Whoa. <laughs> but hey, they can do whatever they want in that time span. They've won two national championships. So and you know what they say. Pretty happy. Do what you want when you're popping. That's but again, I'll say it one more time here. Like if you're really upset with UK schedule, then don't go to the games. Yeah, pretty easy. Attendance way to... isn't amazing right now, so don't go to the games. And, and if then they need Kentucky, to change it, they will. Yeah, if Kentucky feels like they need more sweet sweet cheddar, they'll uh, they'll do that. So it's it's just noise each and every year. Just noise. Not only is Reed Shepard picking UK on Saturday, but so is Barry and Brown, according to my little birdie. Woo, man, gonna be great. Going to be great. What else is going to be great is sharing some winners on the home field picks of the week. Uh, Adam Luck is going to be joining us, so we should probably get to a break, TJ. Have Adam on, share some winners, but don't let any of the listeners steal our picks until after they submitted their picks. Guess the listeners don't want to play. We'll we'll give it to a podcaster. We'll give it. uh, Yeah, you know what? Listeners, live listeners, you're done. Done! You're done. So the first podcaster to... Tag Justin Roush and me. Well, now there's going to be just people that are just going to tweet it to us. That's right. true. They, they just tweet their picks, though. At high noon. There we go. At high ha- noon. Ha- how about have one? Okay. <laughs> what? I don't get it. I don't know. We're, I'm just off the rails. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's take this break. We'll get... Luck at the the Anna Luckett's on New Mexico State that everybody's been dying for. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call on Big Oh, In all seriousness, though, if you've it's Friday, it's been a long week. Whatever. If you're looking for a good laugh, uh, Luckett's going to give us some gambling picks too. So we'll be right back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you, how can you hate? How can you hate? You just gotta like look at her and be like, ugh, she probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Party in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. 
Welcome back. One final segment before your weekend. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X. Roll Call. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Joining us, joined us during the commercial break. We got the pleasantries out of the way. Adam Luckett from Kentucky Sports Radio on 3.com. Luckett, good to see you again. Good to hear from you again. Good to see you in the radio online world tj in the radio realm yes you all were discussing what time you're leaving for tomorrow it's senior day so you can't can't slack you got to get up there at a decent hour but you also need to be sure that are, are you all gonna have to do any reed shepherd coverage probably not your all's field right you no can. we're we're burying browners right there Mr. yeah Lockett. there might be another commitment there on saturday so it could be a big recruiting day let me ask you this because uh, there's only so much we can ask you about New Mexico State, but what's what? What would Kentucky be getting in Barry and Brown? Do you if you want somebody that can get open deep uh, consistently, you can throw the ball vertically. This is who Barry and Brown is. Um, high level track speed guy. Um, you know he's he needs some work as a receiver, obviously, but like the speed he brings to the table is something Kentucky just hasn't had in the offense in a long time. And so with him, he's going to be a guy that can get open consistently against press and other types of coverage and just be a guy that um, defenses have to respect deep every every play, and that's going to open up stuff around around him, and then he, you can get him the ball in different types of ways. So just a big, big-time playmaker. Well, that signed me up. Sounds good to me. I'd be on board with that. Anything New Mexico State? that UK fans need to keep an eye on what, what will be their point of attack? Where does Kentucky have their advantages? I'd imagine pretty much everywhere. Pass defense is obviously not Kentucky's strength and that's what New Mexico state wants to do. Um, and they play with tempo. So that's two things Kentucky has struggled with. So they're going to get a lot of practice with that on Saturday. That's good. Probably a good thing for Kentucky's defense. And then offensively, Kentucky, should kind of name what they want to do against this defense. Um, they should be able to run the ball at will, and there should be pretty open passing lanes for Will Levis. So offensively, it should be a pretty good day for Kentucky. Um, kind of, uh, you know, score a lot and bring up the scoreboard. Hopefully get some younger guys in. But defensively, they're going to get challenged with the pass. So we're going to sit to see if they've made any growth. Um, and it could be a hopefully be a confidence-boosting thing if you could get maybe a couple interceptions. Yeah, that, that Roush said something similar early on. I'm kind of talking about his wish list for, for senior day. But, yes, the, the defense forcing a few turnovers, playing with confidence going into that Louisville game. And we will get to talk to you hopefully at some point next week. I know Thanksgiving and whatnot schedules are changing. We're still trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do. But you nervous about that? Should Kentucky fans be nervous about the Governor's Cup? Yeah. I'm not. I'm on the record saying I'm not nervous. Not Kentucky, worried. Kentucky having to play four of the top 15 or so quarterbacks in the last six games of the season is not something I really saw coming. Um, but, I mean, when you look at Louisville, it's really the Malik Cunningham show. Like, he's been incredible for them. Leads them in rushing, leads them in rushing attempts, has been able to find chunk plays through the air, even though Louisville doesn't have the greatest – collection of wide receiving talent so that game all comes down to Kentucky's got to be able to score the ball like I think they'll be able to run the ball Louisville's pass defense is bad almost as bad as Kentucky's has been the last few games I think we'll have us have a good day so Kentucky needs to score some points then defensively can you keep 
Cunningham in the pocket. He's not the most accurate guy if he has to make throws from the pocket. But they haven't really seen um, something like that this year, so I, I don't really know. I think Kentucky's got the better team. Mark Stoops' team um, is always ready for this game. It's usually one of the better games they play all season. Um, but old Scott was feeling a little testy last night, so um, we'll see if, there, if Louisville's got some more juice to that game. But, I, I mean, right now I pick Kentucky to win, but I think it's a game that comes down to the wire. Oh, no, no, no. Luck it, luck it, luck it. Where is your blind confidence and optimism? I just we need told you that. I think right Kentucky's going to win. I don't know what else you want. I, I, I no. I need Kentucky's going to win. They're going to cram it down their throats, and Louisville fans are going to leave Cardinal Stadium crying at disgust that their football team. Luckett, what can you go into more detail about what you mean with Satterfield being testy last night for our radio audience? Yeah, he just said I didn't know what the rivalry meant last or last in twenty nineteen. Excuse me, I know what it means now. And he said something like, "We'll be ready for whatever." Um, that's, oh, so Satterfield it, admits to being unprepared. And if you go back, <laughs> if you go back two years. If you go back two years ago, that's just not the message he was sending. It was all, you know, it's just another just game. another game kind you of know, stuff. We're prepare the same, yada yada yada. And they came out and were just they were shell shocked, really. I think. Back I think that's a direct reference to like him getting triggered about the L's down and him realizing, like, oh, I yeah, didn't realize well, him to see him putting the L's down for two years probably had a lot to do with that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun to, you know, I guess it'd be tough to get it in at Papa Murphy's Cardinal Stadium, but just signs of him crying about the L's down. I like that that's a bunch of different people's Twitter pictures on, on social media. Mm. All right, let's get to the home field picks of the week. Updated. Great, great, great Twitter picture, too. We should all maybe change that to ours next week. I may have to. I'd be on board with it. Okay, so the scoreboard, Luckett's officially, sadly, I think, out of it. Uh, eight and twenty-five on the year. He's in last place, ten points. Uh, we have a tie for second. Tiebreaker goes to Justin. So I'm in third, fifteen and eighteen on the year. But we get back to five hundred this week. I'm going a perfect three and zero. Oh. Twenty-one points. Justin also twenty-one points. He's a game better, sixteen and seventeen, below five hundred. Roush above 500. He is your leader at 22 points. So we've got three people all within a point. He's 19 and 14 on the year. We start with the leader, Roush, first pick. My first pick, I am fading the Hoosier dinguses. Hoosiers, Minnesota's coming to town. They only need to win by a touchdown. Row the boat, Skyuma. Gophers by seven. That's a good pick, Nick. Good pick. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten. I am Ohio State believer. However, I don't know who on Ohio State's going to be able to stop Kenneth Walker. Give me Michigan State plus 19. It's a big number. It is a big number. It's a lot of points. That's, uh, that's what they say. This feels like a trap. And if there is one game I get wrong this week, I would bet it'd be this one, but I'm not going to. Uh, but West Virginia covering three against crappy Texas. I guess folks think Texas are going to bounce back in a big way. I don't think West Virginia is any good. I've watched them play. Sometimes their offense is really hard to watch. Yes, but but I think they'll cover. It's you know it's Texas. They stink. So give me West Virginia giving three points at home against the Longhorns. I'm also staying in the Big 12. Iowa State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma coming off the worst offensive performance of the Lincoln Riley era. Meanwhile. Iowa State's defense has really struggled this year. It's two not good defenses versus two good offenses. I like Oklahoma to bounce back in the big in a big way, so I'm expecting points. Give me the over 59 and a half. 
Oh, ooh. thank you, Luckett, for not taking Oklahoma and making me worried about my pick because I'm taking the Sooners. And they're not going to fall off the face of the earth. Fade Matt Campbell. The Sooners are bouncing back. Boomer Sooner minus three and a half. All righty. I was that one kind of stood out to me. There are just some kind of head scratching weird lines this week. Justin, what's your pick? Uh, speaking of head scratching weird lines, Rutgers destroyed Indiana last week, right? Indiana, a lot worse than Rutgers. Evidently, Penn State minus 17. Lock it up. Even though it's not my lock, lock it up anyways. Okay. Not as sure I follow your logic there, but. <laughs> Logic might have been a little jaded. The, the number was 17? 17. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Tulane, not to be confused with Tulsa. These are different <laughs> schools, folks. So five and a half versus South Florida. Like it? Going to the Big Ten. Michigan minus 15 and a half at Maryland. Maryland's not very good. Michigan needs style points. Give me the Wolverines on the road. 15 and a half? Mm-hmm. I like that one. All right. It's the lock. It's the lock picks, folks. Buckle up and lock them up. Roush, what do you got? I have I, – I, I'm doing something I don't normally do, but I've never seen a number and just thought, why are, are they just trying to put money into my pocket? The lockiness lock in the histories of locks is an SEC total. Florida plays Missouri. Neither team has – seen defensive football how mummy might as well coach both of these teams defenses they are terrible and the over under is only 69 and a half give me the over 69 and a half lock it up take it to the bank spank it on the bottom and go make some money roush i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with you in the florida missouri game i told you i was not gonna take your lock yesterday but give me Florida minus nine on the lock. Missouri's terrible. I know Florida's been playing bad as of late, but they're they're nine points better than Missouri, please. They almost just lost to Samford. I don't so. care. Lock it up. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> you need to lock this bad boy up. You lock it up. Kentucky, New Mexico State. I just have so much respect for this Kentucky offense. Over 59 and a half. Uh, it's just great. It's the highest compliment I can give is based on what I do for over-under bets. If I Man. really don't like a team and I think that they're poopy, I say under. But if I really, really like a team, then I bet the over. Kentucky, New Mexico State, over 59 and a half. Man. Lock it up, baby. Two, two totals. Three. I'm the only one that didn't have a total. No, no, no. I'm talking about for locks. And what, Lucky, are you going to give us oh. a total on your lock of the week oh, as well? Lucky, don't There's let a few us down. totals I like this week, but no total oh. right here. Baylor yeah. coming off their biggest win um, in quite some time last year, last week against Oklahoma. Meanwhile, going to Kansas State and Kansas State unranked, but is favorite by one. There's a reason they're favorite. I'm going to go with the Wildcats. <laughs> pretty good at home. They're, they're sneakily mm. right there in the Big 12 where he sits seven and three. So give me K-State minus one at home. Like it. I saw that line, and I I bet it, circled it as well. I knew that you you're, you you can't help yourself when you got an unranked team that's favored because it that trend works pretty well. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All right, Luckett, we are always appreciative to hear from you. You have a good weekend. Enjoy Senior Day. We'll look forward to the coverage, and we'll try to figure out when we get you on next week. 
uh, if you even want to come on next week. But have a good Look week. It, good luck, I, buddy. I always make time for you, TJ. Scooter, not so much. So, <laughs> uh, that's what we like to wow. hear. Adam Luckett, Kentucky Sports Radio. Always fun chatting with him. All right, we got to keep going yeah, after this. I, just some on. quick news that came out yesterday. Stoops actually shared injury news. Dekel Crowdis. they're just going to keep him out for the year. Uh, I thought he was at practice, you know, a couple oh, weeks here we ago. Go. Here we go again. But, like, Stoops even admitted that he was at practice dressed and going. That was a few weeks after my flub. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if there was a setback or what. He said they're just going to withhold him for precautionary reasons. So, I don't know the specifics behind it, but you will not see the wide receiver until 2022 on a Kentucky football field. For years and years to come, we probably won't remember this, but that was a funny moment where people kept trying to figure out if – Different people were playing, and then the same report, you know, different reporters with the same players. Was, I think Josh Moore did the same thing. That was fun, fun stuff. Good stuff. Um, but let's get back to this Thornton's text line. And, uh, man, I'm going to have to get on the Thornton's over here after this. Haven't had my, my daily dose of Thornton's. Let's fuel up, use your refreshing rewards card, start your weekend the right way, and text in at 502 414 Texter says, would it be a good strategy to spy Cunningham on every play to take away his running plays, or would that make our pass defense more vulnerable? Seems to me that it would work, especially if we had a decent pass rush. The thing is, is TJ, I think a lot of the case is Kentucky should be able to, I think they're going to try to just use their pass rush at first before they start using spies on him all the time. Because I think they they believe that their defensive line is better than Louisville's offensive line, which is a fact. It is. And, you know, Stoops, I think, would hopefully make some adjustments if things weren't working. But it'll probably be you'll have your zone coverage. And in a zone, if people are staying disciplined, then Cunningham may be able to pick up a few yards here or there. But he never should – he never should be one broken tackle away from a huge play. And I think that makes Stoops very happy thinking about that. And yeah. that's what you're probably going to see a lot of. So if he's accurate on his throws, then it, it's going to, there, there's going to be some open players, but I think you're going to, I think that zone coverage is going to be UK spy in a sense. Yeah. Well, and a lot of it, they'll probably bring out a spy and use Trevin Wallace on those real third and like 17s or whatever, because those are the most backbreaking when it's like, okay, you have to throw it 20 yards down the field. We're not going to let you just run around us to get the first. And Satterfield doesn't, he's, he's not going to, I mean, he, gosh, I say never, but he, he will very rarely does he take shots on third down. It'll almost always be screens. It'll be QB draws or little five yard out routes they're not going to take they're not going to take their deep shots on third down for the most part so they take their deep shots on other downs just something to look out for something to keep in mind um mook says well that was an easy gambling night boys and mook did not take your under tj he did not take it to the bank but he did make a lot of level bets mook, yeah he you- just did the u of l spread the u of l first half spread I think he made maybe an alternate spread, which is well, always a good time. Or it, could, it looks like it could be live because Mook's in Indiana. So. Uh, it was definitely a live bet. It was nine twenty-four. Yeah, it bastard. Live well, that's uh, good for you, Mook. Again, yeah. I knew Louisville was going to have their way with Duke. I just thought it was going – both teams wanted to run the ball. So it was like, all right, well, clock's going to be running. It's going to be a blowout. Satterfield's not going to – 
want anybody getting hurt, although certainly kept the player, you know, kept the star players in, but mm-hmm. it seemed like they got out of there mostly unscathed as far as what I saw. Ooh, John here. Good TGIF morning. I'm ready for the Cats football this weekend and some basketball tonight. The Cats are only a 12-point favorite. Get off that trash. We will win by 20-plus, and yes, I will get some PT tonight. What? You're going to get some PT? I will run through the house hooting and hollering from the kitchen to the gosh darn garage. Hootie who get the cat calls going, and if you don't know, now you know who we freaking be. Well, got to go talk to you later. John seems fired up. Uh, love that John energy, big John energy on a Friday morning. It's interesting you say that Terry. Ever since the decade of the Cardinal and L's down, every U of L fan's response to anything about them or anything in general is "We are rent free in your head." Does the sheriff pass out response sheets or something? Don't understand how it's a dig or an effective response, but teach their own, I guess. Hey man, do you all play tonight? We are living rent free in your head, bro. Hey man, want to go get a beer or something? We are living rent free in your head, bro. Don't worry about us. Clown show. Bleeping clown show. <laughs> Good tax. Yeah, the the right tax in your head on. really is a uh, just. I have nothing else to say, but it sounds cool to say that. No, they they there are there is a portion of the Louisville fan base that is like, if you aren't diehard cards L one C four, you are the enemy. And you're not even allowed to acknowledge that we exist unless you're being nice, in which case, by all means, please. Like, they were mad that I even bet U of L. They're so dumb, they couldn't even look at it as a potential compliment to their defense. Oh, man. Very dumb. But it was a dumb bet, you know? And as if, as if, as if I don't get bets wrong almost every day, U of L fan. <laughs> Every single day. Man, they're gonna be mad at you a lot, TJ. Oh yeah. They're they're gonna they're gonna be triggered. But take the UK over because I I very I respect that offense. Really one texter asked, who's Brian White? And it had three laughing face emojis. I I just looked up Brian White and he was in the Bernie Mac Mr. Three Thousand movie. I recognize his face. I don't know if it's the same Brian White, but there's your answer. He was in Mr. Three Thousand. We need a Salsaritas in Jeffersonville, Steve says. I have never felt a text like I felt that one, Steve. <laughs> well, talk to the Louisville Salsaritas Man. ownership and say, you looking, you looking for, uh, you're looking for I'll, their Salsaritas fix on the other side of the river. I'll even drop my job at the hotel and I'll be the GM of the Salsaritas. How about that? Whoa. How about that? But do you have enough time? I would something, then, yeah. Something to think about. Something to think about. A texter says, U of L has improved their defense. UK's defense has dropped off the map, says okay. Steve. So Steve. I guess when talking about, hey, when I said, what has really changed? What has really changed? Steve says, this has changed. And the next texter actually has something interesting to say. Yeah, the the thing is, though, is their defense might be better. But is your defense better playing against Syracuse and Duke? Like some of that is based on who you've played and who you are playing. Kentucky's defense, TJ, did you know they're still ranked in the top five in the SEC in scoring and total defense? Wow, that's impressive. Yep. Still ranked fifth in both of those categories, so not too shabby. Uh, another texture says, UK ranks 32nd, UFL 67th in defensive rank. I still think that is slanted due to the first six games, and you of... Yeah, no, like... 
I think it's slanted because the first half of the year, our defense was awesome. Well, yeah, it's because it's a good defense. They just started playing better offensive teams. Same thing can be said for Louisville. They just started playing bad offensive teams when they played Wake Forest and early on in the year that scored a bunch of points. Well, again, Duke had over 450 yards of offense yesterday. Wow. Uh, the awesome. next extra says, at the beginning of the season, I would have considered UofL an easy win. Now I think they'll be favored. I worry about them scoring 40-plus on our awful defense. I'm fine Gosh. with them being favored. I'm, I'm, I'll, I don't really care what the spread. The spread's going to be probably somewhere within three points. One way or the um, other. I do think, though, all of the power metrics and ratings and stuff, they have Louisville as the favorite. Um yeah, that's fine. Somebody I'll, even I'll... somebody even sent in the FPI thing. I had one person who was ready to bet me that who was going to be the favorite last night. I'm like, I'm not. I don't care to bet what the line's going to be. I'm just telling you that Louisville, by the numbers and the home field, like they're probably going to be a favorite at some point. Doesn't bother me at all if they are fine by me. Easier I'll for make, me to bet. Yeah, I'll make plenty of money on it, like I did in 2019 and like I did in 2018. So. Feel free, Vegas. Make my day, if you will. And UofL is probably going to put up some points on Kentucky. I, yep. I wouldn't doubt They're that. They're going to. But, but Kentucky's going to put up a ton of points. They too. haven't seen a defensive front like this all season, period. Uh, UK secondary has struggled a little bit. The good news is, like Adam Luckett said, UofL's wide receivers really aren't the star of the show. It's Cunningham and kind of feasting on really bad secondaries while he has all day to throw. If he doesn't have all day to throw, could be a different story with the whole situation. If you're a Kentucky fan and you want to worry about it and you want to be scared, that's that's your right. You're allowed to do that. I'm not. Yeah, not worried about it. Woo. This texter says, listening to, I think he said YouTube bozos, but I think he means you too. So <laughs> listening to you two bozos this morning puts a smile on my face. You're actually worried about playing Ohio. It's not Ohio State. It's just Ohio. If you don't beat them by 20, Coach Cal should be fired. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I quite literally said I wasn't worried about this game, and Kentucky should win. So you're the bozo. Yeah. Woohoo. Texter says, good news for the Cats. Xavier beats Ohio State. It's Who hasn't beat Ohio State? Why is that oh. good news for the Cats? Yeah, I have no idea. If anything, we just want Ohio State to win. Cats play Ohio State in Vegas. Yeah, you right. don't. Right. I, yeah, that's I, another I game you shouldn't be worried about. Sometimes forget about the schedule because you know the schedule they gave out didn't have the schedule on it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. CBS Sports Classic. What a freaking joke! Scuttlebutt is Barry and Brown could also hit this weekend. Roush, what's the scoop? Yeah, tomorrow's. Uh, that's what I'm planning for. At least that's what I'm planning for. Time is precious. We never know when our time will come. With that said, we shouldn't have left Ralph share his senior day running tally of things he wants to see. We'll never get those five minutes back. Oh. Hey, uh, Texture, I really hope you have a great weekend, and I want you to start it by going to your closet, opening the door, taking out your suck it, and sucking it, buddy. Wow. Somebody sent in the picture of the FPI or whatever it is. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. It's meaningless 60, to me. 40 for Louisville. Justin, that was a horrible impression of me sending that sex with the girl text. Sounds nothing like me. Try harder. <laughs> Texting him back said, wasn't my best impression. 
how but how do you have any idea what he sounds like? You could have been you could have absolutely nailed yeah, it. You're right. He could be fabricating this whole thing and I could have sounded could exactly have like him. Really struck a chord with him potentially. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, that was really bad, but deep down he knows it was pretty spot on. <laughs> it's pretty good, I thought. Thanks. Uh Texer. Okay. So, no, you don't get a text in your pick, buddy. Suck it. Also, Purdue minus eleven is a horrible pick. Please, whatever you're doing out there. If you're thinking about betting Purdue as a double-digit favorite, do not. That is that is like betting – just don't don't bet them as a big favorite. It's a bad, bad spot for Purdue. Don't do that. So if Brown commits, does that negatively impact Kel Crowder's potentially playing time next season? Both are primarily speed, deep threats, right? I would say that Taj Harris, the grad transfer – negatively impacts his recruit his playing time more so than brown would because Bra- brown's bigger he's a six foot two guy he's going to play that x wide receiver uh i will get some run but i don't think brown's going to be the one who's going to be taking all of his snaps interesting uh, something stoop said with Crowdus i thought was kind of interesting i'm pulling up the article so it probably means my internet's not going to be very good yeah it was just a it was a quick uh one sentence quote that he had on Dekel. Not a yeah, whole lot there. Yeah, I, I guess I probably made something out of nothing. We're looking at next year at this point with the injury and taking care of his rehab and all that. I don't know. I just thought the taking care of the rehab was like, well, no doy. Like, why are you pointing out that you're taking care of the rehab? Probably making something out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Especially the way he was asked to. They were like, is he going to be looking at next year or you're going to try to play this? He's like, oh, looking at next year. We're just. We're going to take care of rehab and you know, all of that. Like It was just kind of a quick to go. He did say that Jordan Wright is going to be able to return this year, and he tried to hedge his bet, but essentially said he ain't playing versus New Mexico State, but he'll be back versus Louisville. So that's significant. UVL beats a bad Duke football team, and they act like they beat the 86 Bears. The cards suck. Yeah, oh, they no, do. On. They're bowl eligible. They're going to get to go to the Fenway Bowl or something. Or they may get to go to Shreveport. That would be fun. Yeah. Here it's nice this time of year. Uh, they may get to go to El Paso. That could be exciting for them as well. Gosh, it was kind of, you know, we talk about attendance and all that stuff. The Duke crowd, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, it may – it also wasn't as like I, I thought it was sadder than Vandy's too. Like Vandy's, you don't expect much, but people are still there. There was nobody there for that Duke game. Nobody. No, and it, I don't know if there was three thousand people there. Yeah. Like everybody combined, I don't know if there was three thousand people there. That that yeah. was uh, that was really really bad. LOL, with the nerd worried about Dakel playing time. Who cares, man? We need receivers. <laughs> That's one. That's a. That's one thing I always worry about is when people worry. Like, should we be worried about him getting upset about playing time? If it well, makes and if he's better, better he'll play. And if he yeah. doesn't, then he doesn't play. Like, that's a good. That's a good text to wrap up the weekend. All right, let's make our predictions. I I think Kentucky covers both games. I, I think tonight's going to be a fun one. I do think that in the second half it could be like an eight point game somewhere like that. But ultimately, Kentucky gets a, a sixteen plus point win. And we feel pretty good about the performance. I think we're, we like what we're – I like. I think we are in a good mood Monday, both football and basketball. As oh, yeah. We head into Thanksgiving week for the Governor's Cup. Let's hear it from you two. I'm with John. I, I like basketball tonight by 20-plus. Football, I told Nick yesterday, I will bet Kentucky first-half spread. 
But he said last week Kentucky never covers big spreads. So I think New Mexico State covers, but the Cats win as big as they can without covering. 56-17 feels like a good score for football. Um, so I think – I'm bad at math, but I think that's going to hit your over, Mr. Sports Talker. Um, so I, I, I feel good about the Cates. And tonight I think it's more of like a 16-ish point game, but I also do like – I do like Kentucky plus the points there. So let's go, Cats. Have a big blue weekend. Kick some tail. And nobody tell any Ohio fans, but I do like the under in the UK Ohio basketball game tonight. So oh, ah, everybody, everybody, chill out. Ah. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy it. A lot of UK sporting events, recruitments. Reed Shepard, that's going to be cool. And we will talk to you on Monday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Brown. Oh,